Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And greetings to you. This is Brad Zockel with Zulon International Bible Institute, and you're listening to Questions About Heaven with Bobby and Brad. Bobby is still with his family on vacation, and so I'm going to handle the uh, chores here of going through and talking about the different, uh, well, it can't even be a chore, the joys of talking about heaven as we go through and just doing a little research and getting the answers to your questions as we get going. And today, I'll be talking in a little bit about the introvert's entrance into heaven. You know, we talk about celebration, we talk about fantastic gatherings and family reunions, and lately in other uh, different uh, social media that I have uh, been able to teach on, there has been the questions, well, I'm kind of a private person, I'm an introvert, you know, and I really, I'm not great with crowds, and so, you know, am I, do I, am I, I get a break on this? Can I just kind of have it quiet? And then we're going to talk about that. I think that that's a very, very good question. Let's get you an answer. You know, it's great whenever we talk about these things and share. And on a regular basis, I am traveling to at least two places, and we're trying to open up the, uh, the opportunity for me to f- be face-to-face with you. Right now, on a monthly basis, I'm over at Bud's Farmhouse Coffee Shop. And uh, it's kind of like a cafe uh, Bud's Farmhouse in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Now, I started off, and we will be there March 22nd, and then on a monthly basis, I'll be over there. If you will call them Bud's Farmhouse Coffee in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, to see the new times, because it kind of floats on there, but we have uh, 6.30 in the evening, we go into teaching and have a Q&A time. More than welcome to come. Over in Greer, South Carolina, if you're in the Western Carolinas uh, area, and if you'll go to Greer, which is in the Greenville, South Carolina vicinity, then we're at Stomping Grounds Cafe, Stomping Grounds Cafe, and I bring a little crew over, and then I answer your questions, and we have an early bird at six, and then we have a wonderful time. Great coffee in both places, but the uh, Oak Ridge, Tennessee is Bud's Farmhouse Coffee. Call them and find out when our next meeting is, and then Stomping Grounds Coffee in Greer, South Carolina. Give them a yell and let's see if we can't uh, get together here too. I love that the fact that when I look at the scriptures, how much is said about God's preparation for celebration with him? I mean, we're going to be with God. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 4 says, his servants shall see his face. We're going to serve him in joy, and we're going to see his face. We will see him face to face. This is a promise that came over from Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8. Jesus' very first sermon, Matthew 5, 8, uh, it, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, the Christian now, who has come to Jesus, given their faith and their life and their sins and their future over to Jesus Christ, and their faith and their service is to him here on earth. And it says in chapter 5 and verse 8 of Matthew, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. He wants us to see him. He promises us in Isaiah chapter 65 and verse 16 that we are going to be be glad and rejoice, as a matter of fact, he says, in what I create because I created this new residence to be a delight for my people. I think this is powerful. 
when we take a look at these things and not get caught up in the weeds of the things in the world here. As a matter of fact, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, may I tell you this, the, the warning is that the enemy will try to take your minds and lead them away from the simplicity and purity of Christ. May, you, may I remind you, you know, the main reason we're going to heaven is to be with Jesus, is to enjoy the Lord and his home, as it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. You know, people will ask me, will there be animals in heaven? Will we swim in heaven? You know, how big are the banquet tables in heaven and things? And, you know, in all respect, and we can get answers from those in the scriptures, but very few times does somebody say, listen, what would it be like to be with God in heaven? I mean, what does he have prepared for us? How can we, well, you know, and, and I wish we had a greater desire to understand how much God the Father has done for us and prepares for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9 says, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. What a promise to the Christian. The next verse says that there are hints by the Spirit on what's going to happen, but the general thing is, oh, you have no idea, says God, on what I have for you. You've given me your life on earth, and now I'm going to give you abundant life in heaven. Jesus says this in John 10.10. I give them life and give it more abundantly. We've got the prediction in Isaiah 66.22 of the new heaven and the new earth where God will be with us. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 3, God will be with us where righteousness will flourish, it says in Psalm 72 verse 7. And yes, we did talk about the animals will be there. We'll have that Isaiah chapter 11 gives you an idea of that. Isaiah 65, 25 tells you, in the new heaven and new earth, the wolf and the lamb will be at peace. A lot of things that we talk about this. And uh, when we see this, Revelation 21 and verse 22, no need of a temple there. We don't have to worry about that because God is the temple. All right, we've gone through all that. And somebody says, it's loud, it's fun. As a matter of fact, when it gets quiet in Revelation chapter 8 and verse 1, it just shocks John, and he says, well, it's, it's quiet for like a half an hour, you know, and so you know this is a place of great excitement and uh, joy. As a matter of fact, in Matthew chapter 25, the, uh, the Lord himself says, when you enter heaven, you're entering into the joy of the Lord, and as I said in Isaiah 65, the Lord calls it a delight. All right, so then some of my quiet friends, like I have some friends that are ranchers in Wyoming, and they like it quiet. Well, with all this noise, I mean, you know, that might not be my cup of tea. I want to be with the Lord, but is it always going to be a crowd? I mean, you know, is that what the Bible says? Well, you know, let me give you an idea. Revelation chapter 7 and verse 9 says, you can't even begin to count the number of people from all nations and tribes, races, tongues, they're all celebrating Jesus in Revelation 7, verse 9. Massive crowd. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 11, Jesus himself says, then they will sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you know, as I told you, they're related. That's father, son, and grandson there. Family reunions. In, and then also eating, celebratory eating there. Uh, as I said, we eat on earth for survival or celebration. This is celebration. We're sitting there. The Lord says in Isaiah 25 and verse 6, I'm going to lay out. The Lord's laying this out. 
the choicest of foods. Wonderful. And I bet there's food there we've never tasted on earth. We'll have new favorite foods there all over the place, okay? And somebody says, well, you know, but what about the one-on-one time? What about the quiet times? You know, I mean, quietness is blessed by the Lord as well as celebration, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Psalm 91. I love this passage. When I was in seminary, this hit me. I was a new Christian, and I was just learning the Bible. And in a Bible presentation by another student, this meant so much to me. Uh, Psalm 91, it says in verse 1, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, and I love what one translation says, the secret place of the Most High, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. If there's one thing that tells me about intimacy and privacy and one-on-one-ness here, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, the shelter of the Most High, abides there, tucks in there, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. What a powerful, powerful verse. Reminds me of the one-on-oneness we have with the Lord. As he says in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. One-on-one, one-on-one. Then we go to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20, and the individual is emphasized. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone will open the door, I will come in. And that word is any one. It individual makes the decision to open their heart's door for me to come in. I will come in. And then it says, and I will sup with them. Be, oh, will be with them. Well, that's talking about the in, in the days that these were written, coming to somebody's house was a very intimate and powerful thing. Family, you know, you're, you're bringing somebody in. It's not like I would ask you to come over, have a pizza, and would watch a show. In those days, to go to somebody's house like that and, and, under an invitation was wonderful. And he's saying, I'm knocking at the door. Will you allow me in? Because I will come in and I will commune with you. I will sup with you. When we talked about this in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 11, when Jesus says, you will sit down and recline at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That phrase for recline at table is talking about more than shoveling food in your face. It's talking about laughing, sharing stories, uh, sharing food, uh, listening, and enjoying. It's all that. Well, that's what's intimated in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Jesus, I want to sit and listen to you. I want to talk with you. We, we always use this whenever I have my teaching time, the live teaching time. I always open up with Isaiah 118, as the Lord himself says, come, let us reason together. I always imagine that's as if God is sitting across the table with a coffee and says, let's talk. Come on. Let's reason together. Your sins are like scarlet. They shall be white as snow. They're like crimson. They shall be as wool. You know, I'm here to talk with you. Let's talk together one-on-one. Love that. You see, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1. Boy, isn't this a great verse? See what great love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. And this is what we are. And so I I, I see this. If a child says that they would rather be in a corner and read quietly, and another child says they'd like to go outside and kick a ball with the neighborhood kids, the parents are, are open to that and understanding that different ones have different personalities, different characteristics. And I think that that's here. The emphasis in 1 John 3, 1 is the Father, the joy of saying that we are the children. Don't you think the Father would see to the need? If he's calling his uh, residents a delight and we're going home, 
I think he'll understand there's a time that we can be together with him. Because this is what Jesus says in John 14. I'm going to prepare a place for you, and when I prepare that place, I will come back, and where I am, you will come and be with me. Where I am, you will be with me. And that, that tells me we're not talking about a whole army smashing together. It's one on one and coming in and having a private time. You know, and I hope on earth here that you do have a quiet time with the Lord each day and you're able to enjoy him. Just sit and read something. And uh, when I was uh, working in ministry in Phoenix, Arizona, and I met with a young man, a young married couple, and the gentleman wanted me to come and talk with him. And he was talking about just having stress in his life and where's a place to read. And I told him, well, Stephen, you know, I think this would be a good thing because this helps me. I just go into the Psalms sometimes and just read the praises of the Lord and the the wonder of the Lord. And I showed him some different passages of joy like Psalm 100 and such and also the Psalm 91. And you can see it's just, you know, amazing when you say this in Psalm 92 verse 1. It's good to give thanks to the Lord, sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning. That word is chesed, loving kindness, in Psalm 92, verse 2. Talking about it, just a very, very intimate word. Of, it, it's so powerful, the English had to take two words and link them together, loving kindness. That's intimate. He's, he's restoring loving kindness, giving it in the morning to declare it, like he's ordering it like you would order breakfast for somebody. Psalm 16, verse 11. It says, In your presence, Lord, is fullness of joy. That's a promise for heaven, but that's a reality now as well. When you're with the Lord, you can be more happy than you can be in anything else. And in heaven, you'll be completely satisfied. Be completely satisfied. If you want it quiet, I think the Lord would open up the door for that opportunity. He'll find you a place of quiet solitude. If you want a rambunctious celebration, I think that would be offered as well. This place that is a delight, it's a joy of the Lord, is there for the believers. But I I just want us to remember, it is as we enjoy and celebrate the Lord in heaven. Revelation chapter 22 gives us that truth in verse 4, that as we are going about, we are worshiping him in what we're doing, as well as what we're saying. And that's going to be a wonderful time when the Lord says, I love you so much, I'm going to come live with you on the new earth, and I will be your God, you'll be my people, I'm going to spread my tent of meeting about you, we'll all be together, okay? So whether you're an introvert, extrovert, or somewhere in between, I think God has it out that we will enjoy, as it says in Isaiah 55, 11, the happiness that we have will last forever, joy and gladness. Be encouraged by this. Let's talk some more in our next podcast. This is Brad Zockel. Thank you so much for being with me. Lord willing, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.